Ladies and gentlemen, you've been waiting for it. You've been chirping us in blogs, Facebook. We hear you. You want more? Bring it. So we're going to give it to you. Tonight, I'm here. Big boy J-Rose with you. I got my boys with me. Dustin Merrill, he's off the sober wagon. What's happening, baby? How's that beer tasting? Good evening, gentlemen. The beer tastes great over here. I've gone from uh, 0 to 12% real quick. Got myself a nice imperial stout. It's going well, man. It's going well. It's good to be. Uh, it's good to be drinking some alcohol f- for once in a month. Hopefully, you're not going to do a reenactment of me in episode one. Uh, here is what we are hoping not for: uh, the unemployed of unemployable went out and actually tried to improve his internet today. I'm really hoping it doesn't work. Chad Lawrence is joining us. What's up, fellas? Um, it's seems like the internet's not working great so we're back to normal which is always good just like the sky is blue and water is wet chad's lawrence chad lawrence's internet sucks dick last but not least the beautiful host with the comb over tonight hazelnut what's happening hazelnut (laughs) i love it that's a good one jro good to see you buddy good to see you guys glad to be back And of course, anytime there's a board meeting, we bring in the president wearing a sexy ass goat hat. Love your buddy's company, Jim O'Connor. What's going on, fellas? Electric intro, J-Row. Absolutely electric. Glad to be here. Listen, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the flow. Got to have a beer with Dustin earlier today. Uh, Special, special day. This is uh, the 4th of February, a Thursday evening. Co-ed Cody Termel's birthday he actually just turned, um, I don't know, I think 17. Is that what he told us? Yeah, 17. Cheers to co-ed Cody, for sure. Go, co-ed Cody it is. Happy birthday, buddy. You just uh, made his entire year right there. He was actually telling us that people now call him co-ed Cody. He is now known as co-ed Cody now. Or the bringer I, I, that's co-ed. all I knew him as, but apparently we made that a thing. Interesting, uh, interesting evening. Uh, Dustin and I you know, met up with Kobe Cody and one of the new players in the Merrimack men's softball league for this year's upcoming draft, Robbie Termel or not Termel, Robbie Tory. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ, they jerk each other off enough. They might as well be married. <laughs> we, we might have episode one, j back. Uh, let's go. We can only hope. We can only hope. <laughs> I'll join. Um, but we we got some interesting intel from the Florida Challenge Cup trip. We got a little debriefing, if you will. Uh, D, we had some interesting stories hearing about uh, Robbie Torrey actually didn't make it back to his his room or to his bed for the entire forty weekend. hours. Yeah, it, it sounded like they they got rooms down there and they just didn't go until. Um, Sunday night, apparently there was a nice hot tub area, and and yes, yeah, sounds like Sunday was the night to be there. I the biggest piece of news we got from this quick little beer session was um, after Team New Hampshire got knocked out on Sunday morning at like eight o'clock, they all hung around and went to watch the majors play. Well, you might remember him from our first minisode, Mark Blad. He was sitting there chirping. Majors players for the entire time. Of can't course. Imagine. I cannot imagine that. Hayes, <laughs> Hazelnut. 
this is your boy. I mean, what is wrong with this guy? I don't know. He's a he's a pitcher, so you know something's wrong in the first place. He's probably gotten True. hit in the in the head a couple of times. He's not he's not all there. He told me I was cut after making fun of him in the last uh, episode. So I guess I'm back on the market. Maybe I'll get picked up by a cute little E team. I don't know. Hayes is back. That's that's good news for the uh, the boys Saint uh, Joe's. over at Way. Saint Joe's. <laughs> Do you think are they running it back? I don't think so. No, I, I don't think so. I don't think my uncle can move that much anymore. I agree to disagree. Yeah, he's going to hard punch me for that comment, but it's all right. At least I'll get to see him. I've got your back, Bob. <laughs> I, thought it was be, I thought it was me. I was about to celebrate. That's the better haze. Yeah, so we got, uh, we got a bunch of stuff going on for, uh, for Merrimack from the board meeting. How, how, how did the, the meeting go overall, Jim? What uh. Uh, you guys got some some good stuff coming our way. Um, how's the vibe going with the board? How how are things progressing? Yeah, great board meeting. Very productive. Uh, you know, we got past the elephant in the room in terms of keepers and how the draft is going to work. And I'm sure we'll we'll get into that here tonight. But uh, but yeah, it was an incredibly productive uh, meeting. I love where we're at in terms of how prepared we are for the season. Um, so, I mean, we're only. We're not too far away. We're about 10 weeks, I would say, away from, from tryouts. So uh, a lot of updates. Um, can't wait to get into them with you boys. Well, let's get that elephant in the room going. What is the what is their ideal with the keepers and the draft and all that good stuff? Yeah, so uh, it's been determined uh, based on the board vote that we're going to we're gonna stick with the four keepers. I think on my last time on the show, I'm, I'm a recurring guest at this point. Uh, I think I mentioned that was probably the favorite and that's what it, what we ended up going with. So uh, it's going to be again, based on the, the 2019 uh, season rosters, everybody's going to be able to keep uh, up to four players. Um, and that's, yeah, that's it. Now that's, that's four plus the coach or four, including the coach. So it's, that depends on the, on the team. Uh, some of the coaches will count as one of the top four keepers. Uh, some of the coaches uh, m- will get slotted later on down in the draft. Um, something that they, that we've done for years in terms of, of trying to uh, trying to keep it fair for everybody going into the draft. Obviously not, not all coaches. I mean, coaches all play and they're all not, they're not all the same caliber. So uh, we, we do our best job to, to make it fair for everyone going uh going into the draft. So some coaches will be counted as keepers and some, some will be slotted. So for some teams, it'll be five players going into the draft. I mean, it's a pretty, you can pretty much guarantee, we know a couple of those who that would be, I mean, you, V, um, definitely keepers, right? Mitch going to be a keeper. So, you know, that's, that's a good portion. And then, um, you know, they got a good middle group here. I think Kareem is a keeper. I think so he definitely he. has the potential to be right in that conversation of whether he's top four or not. He's not going to like hearing that, but I mean, maybe stop hitting home runs. With it, I think he, I think he threw a whole show on at the uh, in the championship game to say, "I'm broken, I'm broken. I don't want to be a keeper next year." I think it was just a lot of drama that he added unnecessarily, so he made sure he wasn't going to be a keeper in the next uh, year. But the way he hit last year, though, I can definitely see uh, see the board making a good argument for a top four keeper. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he killed it for us last year for sure. And I think if not four, then definitely that fifth. 
I don't think I don't think that you can see him getting out of the top five rounds. No, he's definitely he's an easy top five guy. Yeah, I think he's been in the fifth. I want to say maybe the last year or two. Uh, when when we had keeper drafts, obviously last year was different. Or no, I think he was in the fifth round last year. He was um, in terms yeah. of how we did it. So um, like, like a fine wine, he gets better with age. You know? Yeah, I mean that's one of those like, every year for the last couple of years. Uh, Joey V is usually the leader of that of that campaign for him to be counted as a keeper so uh we'll see how that we'll see how the returning player uh draft it looks like and kind of where that where he might fit in there so to be determined there yeah speaking of that it looks like uh we we have a couple of new uh team owners um you you want to you want to get into that who who are the new who are the new coaches for the league yeah we had as i mentioned last time i was on we have had some teams to fill uh we had a couple people reach out that were interested um, the board voted and we determined, uh, that Colby Boulay, who was a coach last year, um, did, did, did well enough for us to, to, to give him an, to give him another, another nod this year. At, uh, he's, he's a great dude. Uh, definitely deserved it. And then Joey V Joey V was the other guy that got one of the, one of the teams. And then in the event that there's a ninth team, uh, one of, one of the hosts of the show will be, uh, will be in charge of that ninth team. Uh, you can just call me Tito from here on out. Yeah. Terry fucking Francona. Here we go. So yeah, if there's a ninth team, uh, Jero will be, uh, will be leading that team. So on that, um, the two teams that uh, Boulay and V got, what, what, uh, what are their teams that they are coaching? And uh, what is the, what is the draft order for the returning player draft? Uh, for 2021. Yeah. So the way we did it was we first selected, you know, we have two to three open spots. We voted on the three coaches that um, we're going to take those spots. Then we pulled out of a hat. Uh, Even though one of the teams that was up, uh, that was open, Joey V was on that team in 2019. uh, We felt it was the most fair way to do it in terms of just pull from pull random out of the hat. So Colby pulled uh, the TNA team from from 2019, and Joey V pulled the Legacy team uh, from 2019. And then in terms of the draft order, uh, the draft order for the returning player draft is set. The draft order for the new player draft has not been set yet. But for the returning player draft, uh, if there's eight teams, uh, the first the first spot in the order um, would be Colby's Colby's team. So uh, TNA and then uh, Buckley and then Holtz. It's as far as I know off, off of memory. I don't have the rest of it in front of me, but uh, do you, I don't know. Do you have it? So it looks like, looks like uh, Colby, um, then Buckley, Mitch, uh, Boomers, Regional, Joey's team, um, Johnny with the new sponsor this year, we could probably talk about later, and then yep. Monahan and TA. Yep. So that's the order. And then in the event that there is a ninth team, uh, Jero would, would slide right into the front of that. So he would have that first spot in the, in the order. Uh, everyone else would move down one. And the reasoning, uh, the reasoning behind the new team going in there is because they just wouldn't have any sort of, they wouldn't have any players to keep. Correct. Right. Really. The only other thing we could do if we weren't putting them at the front was to allow them to pick keepers from the returning player pool that weren't kept. And that doesn't seem to make any sense. Right. So, um, the, the, yeah, that was the most fair way. And then hey, J-Roll, Colby J-Roll keep... is another guy that's going to be, you're talking about Karima, but that top four round, uh, 
you might be in there, bud. Do, do you need me to look? Look at look at my titties. These are yeah, big and fat. Like I am slow. Stuff. We can't hey, do this. You've been, hey, I mean, I'm telling you, man. You're, I know you're new, but you've been telling people for months about how you made one out in the championship. So uh, no, I made three outs. Uh, hey, in oh, four now games. here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I also this out. Saturday before the championship, I also hit into six double plays. So it's either all or nothing. This is our. See? This is this is the sixth time recording for us. Sixth podcast. I think it's. I think I've heard this story six times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he's well, made three outs in the championship. It's awesome. You heard it three times learn. tonight. It, it, yeah, it's awesome to hear J-Ro growing up before our eyes in terms of, of how the Merrimack League works because now he's now he's realizing all that all that uh, all, all that bragging is, is going to work against him. Now. Yeah, you got to start hanging out with the lewd. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, you want to talk about a hot bat. Listen, my team is going to be two things if I have a team, uh, and this is going to be my drafting strategy, and I'll put it out there now. It's going to be... 15 electric motherfuckers and 15 guys that don't leave until the beer is gone. There's my drafting strategy and we will win a championship. Solo city worked out in the fall. And if you hit a solo, you better <laughs> fall ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that worked real well in fall ball. <laughs> Half the team never showed up. <laughs> see, see the key to the draft is to knock it, not get hammered at the draft. It's I think. tough to. It's a tough one to follow, though. I think there's been a lot of we've we've lost a lot of good men to the draft before in, in the past. So. Speaking of Colby the draft, <laughs> but he he put it together. He put it. He put together a great team that that they competed. They could have four in the end. Yeah, they, and they could have really the our series could have gone either way. We talked about that here on on episode one, but yeah. I'm telling so, you, my favorite draft was when me and Fish were sitting at the draft drinking Old English, uh, in Johnny's upstairs at Johnny's house. We didn't turn out too well that season, but uh, it was it was a fun one. We each crossed two uh, forties. Speaking of John, Johnny's house, it uh, seems like we are we're back to uh, to Raymond's house for the draft. That's uh, that, that's good to hear. Yeah, I mean, how do you, how do you guys feel about that? I know uh, you guys had your sights set on Joey V's house. I mean, it's I, tough. Uh, it's tough to to let the cabana go. Uh, <laughs> we might I mean, just actually set up at V's house that day anyway. Um, and then we just need to have like someone stream us in to the draft and see what's going on. No, nah, but, but, but I'm, I'm pumped that it's back at Johnny's house. Uh, that's for me, that's draft headquarters. Uh, so last year as, as awesome as it was Joey at Joey's house, uh, draft day is Johnny's house and Johnny's got a great songs, spot. Maybe walking great, to songs yeah. after and, and, uh, I'm excited for it. You just fall through the woods and you're at songs. It's great. Yeah. yeah just hang on to your wallet. You don't want to lose your, your wallet on draft day. Hey, surprisingly when i went back 18 months later they still had it so yep. you know what mpd coming through for you boy so what happened with this Is there a story, story for this oh you yeah that was that. that was my first draft ever um yeah. hayes wasn't in the draft i don't think but he was along for the ride that day I, in a ride it was <laughs> it was a ride it was a ride but it was uh that that year we had the tryouts. I remember this. We had the tryouts, and then there was like a two hour break in between the tryouts and the draft, which we no longer do, thank God. But we went to like the homestead, I believe, is where we were at. We went to the Legion to start. I, we were crushing. See, I think I remember this day a little bit better than you. A little I, bit. I re- I didn't have my wallet by the time we got to the homestead. <laughs> that was after. All right, so we went. May, might have gone to both. Well, the tryouts were at the Legion, so we we went in there first, and then we crushed, went to the I homestead. Pictures with Colby. And all I know is that Hayes didn't make it through the draft, I don't think. And uh, 
he found his wallet at MPD 18 months later, I believe. There was some other history in there, but I, I did a lot of walking. Turns out Johnny does Very brief story. Homestead, but he does. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm just listening, taking it all in. You guys all played last year, so I'm, you know, I'm just kind of, we're, we're talking, talking about, about last year. 20, about I know we're talking 2019 too, but, you know, I'm just, I'm good. I, I, I mean, chime I'm, in when I'm I need still, to. I don't I'm know if you know I'm 100% convinced that Chad's playing this year. Let's be honest. I'm not 100% convinced. I'm in. I'll believe it when I, I see it. I think he's I'm in, in this year. So that he can be on the podcast. I, I think that's I, Yeah, I have to be in. I don't give a fuck if he's in right I just want the sponsorship money to keep showing up. That's all that matters. Chad is going no, we're to good. trade like I don't know. Chad will trade Cyrus to Buckley for fish before the draft. Oh, oh man, the fish isn't even coming. I wish no, fish, fish is showing up. He always does. He He'll find a way. Sponsorship money. So yeah, we we would actually love to get down to the draft itself and just maybe. I mean, I, I've sat downstairs on the couches at Johnny's before, waiting waiting for my name to be called. Um. But yeah, yeah well, you, maybe, you've maybe, had to wait pretty long, huh? <laughs> yeah, I had to wait like three hours. But I'll tell you, <laughs> the meatballs and the and the kielbasa out in the garage—you can't beat it. You really can't beat it. Like I said, it's a tradition. Like that, the Merrimack League draft—that is what it is to me. It's the the, the goofy tryouts and Sunday Saturday morning, and then going right to Johnny's house. Uh, great host. It's a perfect place to draft. Honestly, um, I'm excited to get back there. Yeah, and, 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 and if, absolute cans of corn to the outfielders. If the other guys are I- interested and and Johnny allows us and the board is okay with it, I think we, if if it's possible, we'd love to just stream outside. Maybe maybe talk to the coaches as they're going in, see what where their heads at. Maybe see, you know, at that point we'll have the the keepers. We'll see what what each coach is looking for as they're going into the draft maybe get a little bit of uh, some, some of their draft strategy as they're going in uh, just, you know, get some pre pre draft stuff and and see maybe, maybe reach out to them after the draft, see how they thought they drafted, uh, you know, see what the teams look like. You just we want, we want headquarters access. We want insiders access. That's it. I mean, they want to set up a Raymond's. I think, I, I don't think they're going to turn you away, but I don't think, I, I mean, I don't know about the, uh, the confessionals like what are you going to do going into the draft but uh i definitely think there's there's it'll be pretty interesting to see how uh the rest of the board feels about you guys showing up i'm interested to see how you wh- why you think that this would be a confessional well that's what you were like describing you were saying like you're trying to get the coaches to tell you what they want to do going into the draft and then just, just to see where their heads at. I mean, you know what yeah. I mean. Just, I'm thinking like real world, like you're sitting in the confessional. This is a story like, about eight coaches. Yeah, what exactly. Did you, like, what did you do wrong? <laughs> what did you do wrong at the tryout? What were you doing? No, it, it would be pretty interesting to get on, like to get recorded. What people think they're going to do going, yeah, and see how quick it turns. Because it turns, it happens so quick. It turns so quick. Quick. But anyway, uh, speaking of the board, we we do have a little bit of a shakeup. Um, Jim, you want to touch on that real quick? Yeah, we talked about him before, Colby Boulay. Um, there was a there was an opening on the board, and Colby stepped up, and um, you know, pretty excited to bring him on. He's only been in the league for a couple of years, but I think he's he's really made a, an impact on the league, and he's impressed me for sure in terms of um, great communicator, 
definitely someone I trust and I think is incredibly responsible. Um, I can't think of an issue that we've had with him other than the draft last year, but uh, that was, that was, that was fine for the rest of us, but he's a, he's a great fit for the board. I think it's uh, just another perspective um, that we get. He's someone that, you know, like I mentioned, he's only been in the league for a short period of time, but he clearly cares about the league and wants to help out and has, has done uh, his part to show that. So, I think he's a great addition to the board and uh, we, he's got some catching up to do, um, but I'm pretty confident that, um, that he's going to do a great job. I agree. I think uh, his, his head's in the right spot. You know, uh, when we had him on, he mentioned that he put his name in and it was mainly sort of like what Jero said. It's not because he expected that he should be on the board. It was more of, whatever to help the league progress and be better and be the best league that they, that we can be. Yeah, I agreed for two years in the league. He's definitely made uh, quite a jump to go to a board member. He uh, kind of like what D touched on too. He's not, he doesn't put himself first. You know what I mean? He knows if, if there's more qualified people, he still is back. But you know, right now, like Jim said, he's responsible. He's good. He's gonna be great on the board. So good work. Brought a, a um, real appreciation I, to the league of seltzers too, which I appreciate. Chad, whatever you bought at, at uh, Staples today, can you fucking return it? Because I'm sick and tired of you sounding clear. This is not what we signed up for. For Christ's sake, I have uh, I have 14 days. I did ask about the return policy, so I have 14 days. So we'll see how this sounds when I listen to it on Monday or a little prior. I've embarrassed myself up to this point, but hopefully we improve. And um, but but now we're now you're part of the pod. Like, like your shitty internet is what people tune in for. Came to stay, yeah. yeah. Tin cans, tin cans for sure. But no, here I am. Sorry, guys. Smooth as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, and now, do we have a sponsor read this week? Did you know 87% of softball players also golf? That's a made-up stat, but it sounds right. After a five-game softball Saturday, let's get those legs working on Sunday and come join us at a live-free golf event. We are a handicapped-based golf league that travels all over the Northeast playing some of the best courses around in stroke play tournaments. Let's face it, you are going to golf anyway, so might as well win some prizes throughout the season doing it. You will also play for a chance to represent your state at Live Free Golf's Colony Cup. We currently have leagues running in New Hampshire, Massachusetts, and Maine. For more info, check out livefreegolf.com or find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Speaking of Colby, did he get better last year? So I had him two years ago. He had, a, he had an okay wow. year, but I heard last year, he, that's fine. But I heard last year he, he was lights out, or at least a big improvement. I, I would say Is he's – true? He's very much I, I can see him anywhere in between the fourth and the sixth rounds for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean he's if I'm a coach, he's somebody he's you can put in the outfield or the infield, and he's really not gonna hurt you, I feel like. He's he's yeah, he's he hits he hits great utility. In the work. He hits over the off season, he hits when people can. I mean, you're gonna get better when you do that stuff. He looks like a ball player. Hey, that's um, my issue is I draft just on looking like a ball player and something. But J Row, he he gets it. He tries to downplay himself for draft stock he gets it you you're gonna get it eventually but you don't get it yet but he gets it already we got a couple new sponsors for some teams jim you want to uh touch on that real quick yeah um so 
the VFW in Merrimack, uh, uh, Paul Roy, uh, who's been in the league for a few years, uh, great guy in the league. Uh, he's part of the VFW and they uh, wanted to sponsor a team this year. So they're going to be uh, sponsoring Johnny Raymond's team. Uh, that was previously Rose Haven. Um, and then uh, Tony Longy, um, who was in the league, I think was last year's. No, he's been in the league for two years. Um, but uh, he's going to sponsor uh, part of Colby's team as well. Um, and then we're still working out some of the other, the other sponsors. Um, but we've had great turnout for sponsors so far. Um, so we're, uh, we're in good shape there. And V V is still working on dominoes. So he is, he is. I, I feel like even if another team comes out and says they want to give him 10 grand, he's so set on dominoes that it's like, nah, nah, I'm cool. I'll take 800 from dominoes. <laughs> Void the noid. So how are we looking for play returning players? Like, um, you know, to get to nine teams, we talked about it when, what are we looking like for numbers right now? Too early to tell or how you feeling? Yeah, super early. Um, in terms of, you know, we haven't really posted anything on Facebook. Uh, we're trying to spread the word. Uh, we, we've just started just from our meeting. That was a couple of days ago. The coaches are starting to contact their teams, uh, both from this year and or from 2020 and 2019. Um, so still early to tell in terms of where we are. Um, I think, Usually the league aims for about 16 players per roster, I think. Um, that's right around where we feel pretty comfortable about no forfeits or needing any supplementals. Um, so that puts us at about probably the 140-ish, between 140 and 150, um, which I think is is kind of a high number, but possibly attainable based on what we're hearing. So um, I think we haven't really set a number where it's like, all right, if we have under this number, we're going to go with eight teams. Um, so still, still early on that front, but I'll have an update for you guys, uh, hopefully by the next, the next board meeting, which is at the end of February. We might have a little insider access to that next board member meeting because I hear the coaches are all going to be there. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to get the coaches involved uh, earlier this year. It's something I, I, um, I definitely wanted to do. Um, so... A lot of the a lot of the coaches in the league are board members, so that's it's not a huge um, increase in the amount of people that'll be there. But uh, yeah, the coaches will be there next uh, next meeting as well. So, Chad, does that put you at that meeting? Um, me or Sean Taylor? Sean Taylor's been handling all of regionals uh, ownership right now, so he does all the back end stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's the best. He's, he's the, the best. I just I show up and do the lineup, and he just yeah he handles everything else. He's the GM. why get why why gets too involved right now? You have a busy Now's schedule. Not the time. Take the time, relax while you can. I show up, I make bad trades, and then we go from there. He believes in me though, sucker. <laughs> the regional sponsor has to be asking questions about who the hell's running this team. Speaking of regional, um, is the coach ever going to send that email to the returning players? It sounds like the other coaches are. Actually I was gonna bring that up. Yeah, nothing from nothing from Taylor. I'll reach out. Uh-uh. I'll see what's going on. Have to work on that back end. That's fine. But I'm gonna I'm gonna own this one. I haven't told Taylor yet to reach out to his team, so that's on that's on me. So uh, I'll I'll let him know. He knows. He's been around long enough. No excuses. <laughs> I demand perfection. It it looks like in 2019 you guys were at about 17 players per team. Um just to throw that out there and you had almost 40 new players last year. So 
you gotta you gotta imagine that some of the people who came that were new last year are probably not going to come back and then there's going to be some people who in 2019 who aren't going to come back so it's hard to say yeah it's going to be interesting whether it's going to be eight or nine teams it would be cool if there were nine but um yeah yeah it's definitely a lock it's one of those things where we had what would you say 40 new players last year like and part of that was because so many other leagues didn't happen right so it's going to be it's really hard for us to kind of forecast how many guys are going to go back to other leagues and how many guys are going to stay. So. It'll be interesting with the, uh, the Nashua league. I think they know where <laughs> to find us on Facebook, right? Spotify. Speaking of uh, the social media, listen, we hear you boys out there. We like that you're interacting with us. Geo is loving the 18 pounds of uh, Adderall comment from the last pod too. So, Hey, don't be, uh, don't be afraid to like us with fish fish. Today, I had a great little chat with Fish today because he asked if the newest episode was out when we got our V mini soda. If you like us on Facebook, you follow us, you share the shit out of us, you're going to see this great new content coming out, just not on iTunes, which Fish, I looked, I haven't seen a rating yet. So would love to see a rating. The like is nice, but subscribe is nice, but a little rating wouldn't help the boys here. And, and yeah, also, go ahead. I was going to say, I listened to the Joy V episode today. How come I don't get my uh, U-Triple-S-A profile readout when I when I come on the pod? What's going on? You are not on a player profile here. Jeez. Play, player spotlight. I, that was the, the longest resume I've ever heard. Like that was, I thought it was going to take up the whole episode. Yeah, it was, it was pretty close. It took but, longer yeah. to get through that than a Mike Power snap story, dude. Like that was forever. <laughs> Power, what's up? Well, now joining us, Jim O'Connor from uh, the champion co-ed team this year on Sunday mornings at Wolf Park. Dirty deeds, baby. <laughs> we're going back to back this year. God, you were the you were the angriest person I ever saw in a championship photo before on Facebook. I will post that to this post. But he was hiding. I wasn't. He was, angry. He was, try, he was trying to hide behind somebody. I wasn't angry. Wasn't angry. Just picture just of this. You got a better. Ready for some Casey's rib shack, man. It had been a long oh, day. And the tiki the, lounge. The Jero's on mute. That's how. That's how strong those natty daddies are. He has no idea. Well, that's it. Like these natty daddies. These are not a between the game fuck arounder. Like no, this natty lemonade. daddies are degenerate. Daddies. I'm sorry. I don't mean to, to start throwing names around, but uh, I've seen some guys getting two natty daddies at like 9 a.m. at a gas station before, and it's like, yo, that guy. That guy has a plan for today, and he is about to execute it for sure. Hey, we asked on uh, Facebook what kind of beverages were the, were the tournament beverages, and we got some uh, some Fuck nice Chad, responses. I didn't put the Anything's... tournament together yet. I didn't compile that data. I don't know. Yeah, we. I don't know. Well, I was just. I glanced at it. That's all you did is glanced at it. A lot of water on there. I know. Yeah, a lot of people weird. Lying. Water, Gatorade. Weird. Water and Gatorade. Yeah, it was weird. I've been to Martell on a Saturday. There's like six waters total. And then a lot of maybe. So, Jero, you yeah. wanna you wanna just uh, give a brief little description on what we're gonna do here in the uh, in the coming yeah. week or so? Yeah. So we we are letting this go. Um, if you guys want to throw this on the comments here and keep throwing out there, we're we're gonna need some alcoholic options here, assholes. Um, we're gonna put together a tournament of favorite bevs during softball on the weekends for your tournament. Yeah. Okay. We all have the idea of. Uh, drinking non-alcoholic beverages in a in a in a Saturday tournament, but let's get real here. Everybody's drinking some booze. I've played with most of you guys that are listening. 
no one's that sober. So uh, I, I actually, big boy Cyrus actually said he alternates between water and a beer, Bud Light. So I appreciate your honesty there. It's the first thing you've been honest about. Yeah, we, we don't, don't want to know. We don't want to know what you're drinking uh, during an, an an NIT or a state tournament or or national or world. We want to know what you're drinking at Wally's Worlds. Fucking right. Let's go. We, we, that's we're not asking what you know what you're drinking to make you the best softball player that you can be on that day. We are asking what you are drinking when you're having fun playing softball, not giving a fuck out there. The correct you're answer trying to get Wally's Josh Moore level. Every alcohol for Wally's World is the correct answer. I'm, I Listen, how we're going to work this out really is we have a winner. Uh, and we're just trying to fill out the bracket. Uh, Jay Karima's wife makes the deadliest drink I've ever had in my life. What is it? Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm a hard pass on that. I didn't find it enjoyable at all. Yeah, it still fucked you up because you took a yeah. sip. If you take but a sip, you're favorite. fucked. No, but you're fucked. If you smell it, you're buzzed. It's amazing. It's like a, it's like a fruit punch. But anyway, give us some ideas. But yeah. D, thank you for clarifying that. Yeah, draw, like let's let's get real with it. Let's have some fun. I'll call I'll call some people out. But uh, uh, speaking of call, speaking of calling people out, D, we had a request uh, recently that <laughs> Dustin Merrill likes to chirp on the field a little bit. I don't know if Jim O'Connor knows about this at all. No, you, you don't remember ever be called the bomb. He's never, never been anything but kind to me on the field. Yeah. So, th- which I was surprised to hear this, but Dustin's really very kind, political, uh, doesn't chirp shit on this podcast. And we've had some people not too happy about that. Dustin, comment, go. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll chirp when someone, when, when chirping is needed. All right. But I, uh, yeah, when, when, when I'm sitting here on this podcast, I mean, we're all having a good time. I'm not here to to make fun of people. You know what I mean? I'll try. You know why that? You know why that is, Jero? Right? Because you can't intentionally walk someone on a podcast. That's the only. That's that's what it is. Yeah. It's especially when you have the Zoom account we use. You can't intentionally mute him. I wish I had this because I would just mute him and just watch him get fucking redder and redder and call us all fucking C bombs on the way. No, I would just hang out with Chad. Just not talk. We we did it the entire first podcast. That's yeah. not fair. I don't remember all of it. So <laughs> we just let you guys do your thing. As a softball player, I hate playing against Dustin. He knows this. It's awful. <laughs> I'm yeah, I just, he, I hate he's it competitive. I hate it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it's, like, it's he but he's on good teams. He does. I, I love all of you guys, but like V said, anytime we, I play against you, I don't want to lose to you. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. It just owns real estate in my head. I remember the first time I saw Dustin, I was playing against him in the Manchester Sunday Night League, and and he was the only person I really had ever seen pump fake or anything like that. I was very new to softball, and I was like, fuck this guy, honestly. Like, he's, he sucks. Like, fuck this guy. And now we're good friends. Yeah. And then you just can't get him out either. That's the issue. Uh, Sunday Night League, honestly, like represent third baseman, one of the best. Third baseman with a mustache in the Sunday Night League, I thought. Yeah, ASA state champs back to back. Chad was on one of those teams. I was, yeah, with the mustache. And then we got smoked in uh, Virginia, I think. But yeah, no, yeah, we were in, yeah, Virginia. Two and two. Yeah, two I think we played at like a high school field down there. Oh, yeah. Chad, you live in a amazing right? life. We, we played TK, at like one TK of the- robbed a home run. 
one of the, we played the at win. one of the best complexes I've ever played at, and then we we moved to like a a, a backyard yeah. high school softball field. Where, where that was, was that? Virginia Roanoke, I think. Yeah, Roanoke. Roanoke. Yeah, it, very nice complex. Yeah, there, there's two really nice ones like within 20 minutes of each other down there. Okay. Yeah, it's good times. We'll but talk yeah, ASA one episode. All right, I joined the drinking party. A little bit, just a little bit, little. Oh Jesus hey. Christ, Hayes! Look at you, huh? What are you oh, look at me. Hey, do you not remember the last time one of us had fucking whiskey on this podcast? Yeah, but mine tastes like a peanut butter sandwich. All Dude, right. what's the next beer? I got a lazy days. This okay. is, uh, yeah. When we when we do the the drinking segment, this is this is something that you're gonna see me drink a lot on a Saturday. Definitely, Definitely. I liked those a lot better. When they first came out, I think yeah. It was when just, I when I didn't yeah when Spyglass wasn't around yeah for sure. I'm telling if you can find <laughs> it the um a clockwork mandarin yes, mandarin I've from Moat is fucking delicious. Yeah, it's good. It, that uh, are you sure it's Moat? Yep, because yep. I was just up there on Tuesday okay. night. That beer yep. is naked. That might be my tub. favorite. We want to one of one of the uh, board members. Uh, for the men's Merrimack slow pitch softball league posted a picture of himself. And I think we have a contender for best thighs in the league to challenge Zach Graham. His name is Brendan McLaughlin. And you may know him better as Hollywood. These thighs. I don't even know how to describe them. He's getting ready for a show in April though, but my Lord. Yeah, so I think uh, yeah, he and Graham. I mean, with just between that picture, uh, Graham's all he just wears these short shorts. Same with Teddy. Teddy might be in that race. I don't think Teddy's got a great shot at winning the the best thighs, but I don't know. It depends on who the judges are. I'll tell you, I'm not throwing anything thick out of my bed, so I might take Hollywood's over Graham's because Graham's are a little too thin for me and. But Teddy, I never thought about Teddy. I like those long legs. I could really get into those. Yeah, Teddy Teddy enjoys a short short. He likes showing off a little bit just a little bit of thigh. It's more of a tease than anything. He's not going to he's not going to pull up his shorts and just, you know, flex and show you show you it all. He's going to make you uh you know, look for more. Uh, you know, get get the little the little sneak peeks when you can. This is when the cart goes off the rail during the podcast, huh? But, but how are those twelve percenters? But the but the problem I have with Teddy is is the tucked in shirt. I just I just don't feel it's as sexy as Graham with the 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 tights underneath. Teddy feels a little too nerdy, which does he is a big war, war, war fan, right? What is it? World of Warcraft? Uh oh! Wow, <laughs> the Natty Daddy's I think, I think I think it's wow. <laughs> So that's the thing I learned tuck in your shirt because there's going to come a point in your playing career where you no longer can tuck in your shirt. Yeah. I'm, at so that I'm okay with point. that play. I like the tuck. I like a I nice agree. tuck. Yeah. A nice tuck. It looks, it looks sharp. Says all the fucking guys without a big gut. So go screw yourself anyway. Hmm. Um, so what keepers, is that where we're going off? Yeah, of keepers I wanna, now that you're mocking my body physique. Let's, let's get into your mocking your body. Yeah, I think, I think we, we went over, uh, you know, a, a good portion of the, the meeting from the board meeting. Uh, let's look at these 2019 teams. Let's get some speculation on, uh, on, on what we, th- who we think they're going to keep um, for the, the 2021 season and, uh, and the draft. So um, 
the first team I see here is Legacy, and <clears throat> that is the team that V is going to be uh, an owner on now. So he will definitely be one of the top four on that team. Yeah, um, has to be. Do we know if uh, Rusin or Quigley are coming back? Unknown. It's unknown, unknown huh? Because that changes, I think, a lot. What that same with, like. same with Richard. I don't know if V would keep Richard because I don't know if he knows him all that well. Richard is definitely a keeper in my book. It's good for everyone else in the league. If you, I will say, Absolutely. Richard Richard's name was brought up a lot during the meeting in terms of who Joey should keep and convince him to come back. Uh, Goffstown boy with Joey. So I'm gonna lean towards Rusin and Richard not coming back, but just just a hunch. I don't, know. I don't think Richard's coming to, back either. I, hope I might, both I might have, I golf and. Yeah. I might have reached out to Richard to see if he wanted to play tournament softball. He might not have given me a, a yeah. great answer on that. Yeah, Richard, I told him, Richard I was like, I think he's more into jujitsu. Right? Martial arts. Yeah. So I think with that, you're looking at Corey Robinson. For sure. I think you'd want, so. I think you'd want to keep him. I mean, he wasn't, I guess it's also, he doesn't have to keep anyone, right? No, he, keep he should keep four. Okay, so one. Four. He can get up to four? Himself, yeah. So do we, want to, do we want to play this as though every team is keeping four? That, make, I don't know. I, mean, I, I, I would say, what, would you? Yeah, I, no, I, I meant just happen, for this. So. No, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I, I think what we think, what you think, the actual keepers are going to be. All right, I don't want um, any hard feelings when I say they're not a keeper. That's all. Well, you know what? If you don't want hard feelings, they need to sack up and be a little tougher. You're listening to the wrong podcast, okay? Oh, so now I we're think, getting serious. Dustin yeah. started drinking. Wow. Let's go. Yeah, I like drinking Dustin better. How many, how many let's goes is it going to take to get through this? All right. So, uh, yeah. So I, I think if, if Rusin and Quigley are back, they, they're definitely being kept by V. Um, yeah. I mean, if those two are back, it's pretty clear. It's, it's Rusin, Quigley, Corey Robinson, and Joey. Yeah. If those two aren't back, I think, uh, V probably just keeps Corey Robinson. Yeah. I think so. And what, what pick do they have? What do we say? That's a different document. Oh, I think it was, I think it was later. Five. I felt like I think it was yeah. I think it's five. You know who I I actually couldn't believe didn't have the first pick in the new player draft is Mitch's team. Man, they were awful that year. Yeah, they were, but they. So this is the other thing. Oh yeah, the league was in two divisions. Was divisions. that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. That was a short-lived. That idea. was. You know, Wait, I I do think what do you that. Mean? Oh yeah, Jero has no idea. Oh, yeah, Go we had the league in two different divisions that year. So like you played, I think you played teams in your division five times, mm-hmm. and you played the other teams maybe two or two three. Or three. So what yeah. you have two two divisions of four? It was just eight teams, but four. Yeah. Four. Okay. So the way we did it was like one of the divisions ended up being much better than the other, I think. And the way we did it was like. The bottom, like the lowest of the two, so it was like four and four. They were locked in as seven and eight, not so. The lowest team in each division was going to be seven and eight, and then it was, you know, five and six were the three seeds, and so on and so forth. Even though I think record wise, there were some teams that, yeah, overall it was just. I I like that we tried something different. I I will never, I will never say that it was a bad idea to, to give it a shot. But it didn't work out. It wasn't a good idea. No, trying stuff new is good. And if it doesn't yeah. work, you just move on. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad we tried it. Yeah, and that, that team wasn't great, but it also was not Colby's fault whatsoever. I feel like he kind of got stuck with the short end of the stick on that. 
Yeah, that was a tough year for him because you guys won the championship the year before that. And then we went down to two keepers and you weren't playing, Dustin. You didn't play that year. Right, but and Colby was considered a keeper at that point, right? Uh no, no. He was a f- I mean, you can see it, I think, here. He was uh they put him in the fourth, fourth round. round. Yeah. So he only but but he he could only keep Holty. And it was him. Right. Well, he could have kept Joey V over Holty. But, but because Holty was his sponsor, he right. kept he kept Holty, which is the right thing to do. Who is still probably a first rounder anyway? For, Absolute first fucking stud, yeah. Brendan Holt. If you're listening to this podcast, you're the fucking come back. Man. I hope you come back and play. You're the best. There's nothing wrong with disc golf, though. I I understand why you like it. You can do both. Yeah, that's true. So moving moving on, I have uh, Buckley here. We can speculate without Jim, but. Uh, yeah, Jim's going to be a keeper, obviously. Teddy. Um, I see Teddy. Pat Simpson. Uh, yep, Pat Simpson's coming back. I promise me him. he's back because I told him I missed him. That's and uh, I'd say I'd say that's it. I, I don't know. Is Gibby coming back? I, I even though I'm the, in charge of the league, I have not reached out to my teams okay. yet about returning players. So e- even if you uh, did, like, I know that everybody kind of like keeps. You know, talks to Gibby. Have we heard if he's coming back or not? I know that he his work is crazy. So yeah, he's doing a ton of work. So I'm not sure. I mean, with Buckley being, how does how do you think that one works out? Buckley being the sponsor. Um, the last two years I've had to draft Buckley. Actually, I had to trade for Buckley last year at the draft. Uh, Jay Rose now listening, getting ideas. Someone else took him, and I had to trade for him. But uh, Buckley's not a top four guy. No, I, I don't disagree. It, it I fall into that problem. Buckley's Buckley's a, a really good friend of mine. I think he's uh, there was he has three kids now that are all young, and he was a guy that wanted to be part time for the last like four years. And we had nine players every single game, and he wasn't going to make us forfeit, so he would show up to every single game. So last year we won the championship, which was awesome, but he didn't. He wasn't there for a whole lot of the beginning of the season. Um, so I was glad he was able to actually be part-time last year. But, yeah, he's he's not a top-four guy. Uh, so I'll, I'll draft him back, though. I can tell you one thing. When I started in the league 2016, he was definitely a top-four guy. He would hit a single to right field, and he would be standing up on second base. And everyone was like, what the fuck just happened? Absolutely. He's so athletic. So athletic. Incredibly. It's Super ridiculous. Fast. Yeah. He, my first greatest year in the league, I think he hit 35 home runs or something like that. Like he used to drop Jeez. bombs. He got just reverse a raw, just he a raw like swing. Bad weakness is what he got. <laughs> great arms. Great arms. Take those sleeves off real quick. Get those arms out there. Sun's out, guns out. Way to hey, be in the summer. Hey, oh, looking yeah. at the that roster. Allergic to sleeves for sure. Allergic to sleeves. <laughs> is uh you're you're close with him. Is uh is D Rob coming back or is he is he done on softball? You know, he is up in the air. I I went back to Manchester for the weekend, and I stayed at Derek's house uh, while I was back there. Looked like a nice and, place. Uh, very nice place. Very nice place. Um, so he wants to come back and play. He still works in Dartmouth, so it's still a pain in the ass. He, the Actually, this 2019 year, he got like three speeding tickets because he was speeding trying to get back from work to get to Martell from, from Dartmouth. Um, but... He uh, he wants to come back and play. If we have a, a if he he's one of those guys that he doesn't want to screw anyone over. Like if if he doesn't think he's going to make enough games for playoffs, he doesn't want to make you use a kind of an earlier round pick on him. So 
I'm hoping he comes back. I would say that's about 50, 50. And Hayes, I know you said that that was on the, uh, the Buckley roster, but that's not where he ended up. That's right. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, and, and there was actually some, some rumors going around at the end of 2019 that he was going to be a keeper for Rosehaven. Rosehaven. That's we'll get, right. We'll get to that. Yeah. The next one I see uh, here is Monahan, and this one is tough because I see I see five or six guys that could easily be kept. Um, so who who is drafting for Monahan? Is it Todd? Is Todd the the? Yep. So Todd's okay. the owner, so he'll be slotted somewhere later in the in the in the mid rounds. And and can he keep three or does he have does he have to keep can he keep four? Top? He can keep four. He can keep, he can keep four. Four in himself. Okay. Yep. So the guys I see are Hudon, Dobbs, Ian, Kevin Hill, Campbell, um, and Lafferty. I mean, was that was that Lafferty's first year? So he's he stays right. So he's a returner. Yeah, yep. I, I think you. I think if that's, you're, I mean, that's a tough. That's gonna be a tough. Yeah, so I think if you're Monahan, I think you have to keep Lafferty, in my opinion. Uh, you have to keep Hudon. You keep Dobbs. And yeah, I mean, maybe Ian makes it easy with his schedule. I was just saying, Ian makes it all about his schedule. Say, you probably keep Kevin Hill. I mean, you'd, you'd assume since Ian, I believe, became an SRO that we won't be in a lockdown again in terms of schools. So he should have a regular school schedule, which means he becomes fully available again. Right. Uh, so that'll be interesting. Yeah. He, he already reached out to me cause he was on Buckley last year. I actually did reach out to last year's Buckley team. And uh, he said that he's in. And if it's, he gets, if the SRO thing does happen, like it was supposed to, um, then he's full time. Um, but other than that, he'll be kind of the same part time. Like he was, I hope he's a Buckley guy. Coming, That's a coming, great coming gig. Coming. All right, next up, uh, yeah. So, so can we all agree that those four or three, and then one of Ian, Kevin, or or Campbell, if Campbell comes back, I, did Campbell play last year? He did, right? I think so. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Tony, Tony's not a keeper. Tony's just just out of the fifth um, round. I don't think have so many keepers. I don't think he's just missing it. Man, that that team was solid. That team was very solid. It's no, it's no wonder that they won. That is a good team, a top to bottom. That's really a good team. team. Yeah, I mean that kid, that kid Adam Young was a steal for them in that draft. Like, <laughs> yeah, that name looked up. familiar. We thought he was going to move away, and he ended up being able to stick around for a little bit longer. Um, he the Michigan moved to Michigan or something, right? Somewhere maybe, out there, I don't know where it was, but uh, that kid was that kid was good. That kid was good. Yeah, did, he, did he play in the Hitman or something? He played tournament ball too. He played for yeah, and he was solid on that team. But he also remember doubles in the gap all day. Yeah, he also ankle slapper. He he also played in the league the year before, right? Like this wasn't like a just a new guy. It was just yep, that was his second year in the league. Yeah, it was the boule, just huge improvement. He was no, I mean, I think he was good. Yeah, the whole time he was a lefty. Yeah, good good hitter. Yep. Next up, we got uh, TNA. So they're not going to have. V V on right. that team, but uh they will have Boulet. And like we said, whew, it's gonna be tough. Boulet might might be see that fourth. I, I, I would say he's probably gonna be a fifth or a sixth. I think so. If you look at you know the fact that Monahan has five or six guys that you would slot ahead of him. I mean, because it's not just the team, it's looking at the entire league. So what's that? 32 yep. 32 guys. Um I, I think some he, good insider info that or 36 the, uh, head though. coach here might keep True. one. 
and Andy Lee. That's yeah. That I, I think it. that as well. But I mean, you you could make uh if Chad Lafontaine's coming back full time, he's he's someone you keep. I he's good. I think. I think Crockett's uh, good enough to keep. Crockett's in the yeah. I think I don't know if he play, he didn't play last year, so I don't know if he's coming back. But. Well, how long does it take to come back from completely destroying your leg and then hurting the other leg when you try to come back? He I don't messed know. Up his, he messed up was, his legs pretty bad. It was. Gross. I was at a bachelor party with him in July. He was fine. So, but everyone's is, fine at a bachelor party. Is this going to be the first year that Puck isn't kept? Moving on. All right. Next up, we got regional. So uh, Chad is is going to be a keeper, one of those top four. I would we would assume. I don't know what a year off does. I'll tell you Chad, what. If I get Chad a team, playing though. Is Chad, playing? is Chad playing? Yeah, that's, that's true. Is Chad playing though? I am coming back. If I, I get a I'll team, I know who I'm calling <laughs> first for a fucking bad trade. Hey, Chad, here's a bucket of balls. Give me. Uh, so yeah, so it's tough. Here hazelnut. You got two that's a bad trade games. for you. you got the balls are going to be hard to find this year. The balls will make all the games in 830. <laughs> they, they're both correct. And the balls can see in the lights. If Hazelnut the gets ball his won't must- punch a dugout, everyone everyone's <laughs> going to be able to see in the lights. If his Hazelnut gets a Maybe. mustache Maybe. back, he's going to be a fucking second round pick. So, yeah, so th- this is tough because we do have two regional guys on the podcast, two guys who are definitely top four, um, top four rounds. Here's his agent reached out like three drafts just to head up. Yeah, I his know, agent reached out. I think this one's as tough as, as Monahan, honestly. Yeah, I, I, I regional just oh, they always have a solid squad and then they just suck in the playoffs. I just I don't get it. So, <laughs> it's tough. It's, it's, well, we ran into we ran into Rose Haven last time who, who was just, I mean, they they killed yeah, D Rob, yeah. D Rob killed us. So if, so if, if it were me, Cyrus it, and Timmy Robinson, right? Yeah, I think I think if it were me, I think you keep Chad, you keep Hayes, even though you know you're not going to get him. You you know you're going to get him for the playoffs. You right. keep Chad, you keep Hayes, you keep Cyrus, and then you keep Timmy Robinson. Can you fucking put? How do you? So Chad, you coached him. How the fuck do you put up with him? And, and fuck, even Jimmy and Dustin, like everybody Who's here him? except for me, I've never played with Hayes? him. I, no, this could be Cyrus. I just see him on Facebook and I want to mute the motherfucker. This could be any of us. That was a fair question, Chad. Yeah, I thought you bet A's, but no, uh, size. I'm wondering it too. Yeah. Um, You know what? Cy is, he's just an internet hero guy. You get him on the ball field. He, I mean, he still chirps, but he means well and he's, he's, he's fun to be with. It was, it was a tough tough, guy. It was a tough dynamic with him and Colby, though. Like those two together was a, it was an interesting dynamic. I talked about it in the first pod and don't want to get back into it, but those two are just their best friends. It's only hard for other people. They have no issues with it, but it yeah, means, I, it's weird to be around. It's like when it, you know <laughs> arguing with the wife, and people are like, "What's wrong?" And so no, how does how does it work if if Chad wants to keep Colby because he is on that region? Yeah, that I was Correct. asking. It just can't. Huh? It, it, it doesn't work. Doesn't. It just doesn't happen that way. How does it work for Colby to keep Joey V? Oh, true. Yeah, um, I mean, what, how, how does this all work? Picks. Yeah. That's why. That's why you're here, right, Press? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Connor Connor Shaw is a borderline keeper, so he had a great I knew year. Chad was going to say Connor Shaw. That's yeah. his boy. That is my I, boy. I know that. I know that's your boy. I up and coming. He's a borderline keeper. Yeah, that's the thing. And he took last year off, so it's hard to gauge. Call, I'm calling it this year. Connor Shaw does not end up on regional. 
I just I like to have him around because he's he's a good gambler. Is he so playing? He gives us some good advice. He said so. He's moved, and last I heard, he's like I don't know. And I told him one of those. I was like, dude, you can play sixty percent. Make sure you're eligible for playoffs. And but he's down in Mass now, so it's a little more of a trip for him. There's a, there's another guy on this list under Boulay that I'm interested to hear if he's coming. Jeans, back yeah, play. I haven't I haven't. So Taylor hasn't reached out. I know Taylor and Jeans usually talk a little bit on the side, <laughs> but I know can Taylor. We, can we get? Can you tell Jero? Who jeans? Might why, why the fuck are you calling this guy please. jeans? How can you not put that together? Why we? Yeah, I, first of all, I feel like you should obvious. be able to figure that out. Hold on. Pretty so obvious. is it? So I played. I played in a tournament with Vlad. It's a co-ed. It was a co-ed tournament. Jeans with. There's a co-ed tournament in Rochester. And this guy was playing in fucking jeans. He was pitching. He was skinny jeans. He looked like he was Russian. Is this this kid? No, no I, I can't be this kid. So he. He showed up in uh, at the tryouts, and I mean, my notes are like my notes are ridiculous. But I just wrote jeans, um, and that's all that you needed to know. And he was, he was, you know, he was obviously there to have fun, join the league. I just don't don't think he knew what he was getting into. I don't even know if he was there because he knew he was there. He was a yeah. he was an odd duck. So he he showed up. We ended up drafting him. Um, he said he was an electrician, and then he had to quit because his wife just had given a birth and there was just some like he said earlier some tall tales he could be an embellisher he this sounds so, a lot like a guy i drafted in fall bell so fall bell <laughs> it gets I'm worse daddy, daddy one of the games i wasn't there he quit apparently in the next so we're talking about it at the next one and then all of a sudden like two weeks later he sends a message in our group me saying hey guys when's the next game it's like what classic jeans we're like didn't you quit he's like yeah and then he showed up another like two weeks later he just showed up at the field but he would just show up and he wasn't a, like he didn't smoke butts earlier in the year then he would show up and smoke two packs of butts down like the right field left field line at twardowski i don't know where we're like hey is that is that jeans and, he, and then he'd come over and just yeah i'm working like i don't know had to be there kind of understand speaking too well hopefully he's yeah. back. he was also seen by another player on the team graduating from Merrimack High School. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. I'm going to take Donnie at his word. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, he should have been mentioned first on the keeper possibility list. Like, that guy is a first ballot we, Merrimack softball Hall of Famer. He's electric. And Chris, unanimous, if you're listening to this, unanimous really election, Don Preventure to the Merrimack Hall of Fame. Does yeah. anyone know how he's doing after he, he got injured last year, didn't he? Pretty, pretty. I, I, do somehow i actually went down there in uh maybe early january or december and he had knee surgery which was healing quite well i believe it was knee and then hernia surgery which he was uh also recovering from but he hurt his hamstring yeah i'm pretty sure he hurt his hamstring or his or his uh, it was his groin his groin yeah well he had so he had maybe it was maybe it was a hip but i know he had two surgeries leg replacement he left it all out there at martel this year so he uh he might be back but if so i think catching is the preferred spot for donnie p this year but you say like he says that now you know how donnie is he'll show up to game one you're like hey donnie left field and he'll just He's a, He's, an He's, such a gamer. He's a gamer. He's such a gamer. He's such a gamer. Unreal. <laughs> Wait, uh, yeah. <laughs> Moving on to boomers. Um, as an umpire, though, uh, this team, I thought that this team was going to do a lot better than they did in the playoffs. They were kind of, I, I was calling them my favorite going in. But um, what do we think that they're going to keep here? I see 
uh palavicious is vita if Vita's coming back vita is not coming back he does oh that is terrible that's very sad news Stay yeah j-ro doesn't know vita either but is he gonna Stunt. get that Reebok Stunt. sponsor for two years ago? It's New Balance, but New Balance, whatever. New Balance. yeah. But v- Vito was zero dollars. Great kid. What, what did, did he just move, or he's just not playing? Just doesn't want to play. I'm not sure, honestly. Yeah, I don't know. He's just he's out. Kareem, if Kareem was in the top four, he's definitely he's definitely a fourth round, fifth, sixth round guy. Maybe. I think Cody played himself into it this year. Yeah, uh, can he keep Cody? Can he keep Termel? Is that He's good. Yeah, he gonna, draft he he drafted him. I thought. Yeah. yeah. Six or well, he, he, he wasn't eligible for playoffs that though. year. I don't. He think. wasn't eligible for playoffs, but he but yeah, he can still made enough him, yeah. to 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 be a keeper. Um, I know Jay really likes Spalding. Maybe if if Spalding's coming back, I can see him keeping him as well. But that team was good. I mean, even Longy, Longy's got to be in the in the in the conversation at that at this yeah. point because. Longy absolutely murdered it last year. There's no, there's no saying that he didn't. And if you can catch a Longy that was playing like he did last year, I mean, maybe, maybe he is a keeper for you. Yeah. They got screwed that year when Robbie Putnam just decided to not show up. I think Pat Davis did the same. Yeah. He's got big dick energy. My boy, BD Davis and Gumis. I wish Gumis, I'm I'm trying to get the PC boys back. Gumis. It would be good. I wish my brother would come back. Rick. Yeah, your brother. Like, I would love for those two guys come. Ba- those guys come back, but they're always, oh, uh, like they played in the league for what four years on on a team. They get how it works, and they're like, dude, we'll all come back if we're all on your team. And I'm like, you know how that's that's not how it works. Like, I can't promise you that. Although they always did just have the same team that they wanted to play with, so maybe they didn't fully understand. There was a lot well, of thirties drank by that team. Yeah, definitely. But last year, like I was about to draft Crockett and I had to text him. I was like, wait, are you playing this year? And he's like, no, I'm not playing. That's good. Good available to get that information to you. Yeah. True. Yeah. So what do we think about their, their keepers? Do you guys agree with that? Palavicious, maybe Spalding, maybe Karima. If he's in the top four, Termel for sure. Yeah. I think if, if you go with four with Jay, in the top four, then I think you're definitely looking at uh, Spalding and Longy. Uh, and really then it just becomes a toss up of, I think Spalding, I know Spalding um, when I had played with him, he did really well on ASC and I, he hits the ball really hard, but he was, did he didn't play last year? Correct. He did not. He did not. And so I don't, maybe Jay fell out of love and maybe Jay watched Longy just absolutely murder the ball in the playoffs. And there's his pick. Yeah, I think I think uh, Longy's draft stock definitely definitely goes up from last year. Um, I hope I get Eddie. That's why I hope I get <laughs> my boy Eddie. Eddie's awesome. You'll you'll get Eddie. I hope I get. I hope I do. He's the president of the league. He'll make something happen. And uh, he, even Huey's Huey was on that team too. Um, yeah, he. I, I feel like he's got to be close to the top five too. He, that guy, he. He hits the ball hard. Uh, he can pitch too. Like that. That. That's. There's a lot. There's a lot there. Yeah, I, he hit very. He hit very well last year. Very, very was well. Gross against us in the playoffs. When he yeah. remembers about going like kind of right center and it doesn't get pull happy, he just flips it over second base. I mean, for a big boy, he can actually just dink it in there, and it's mm-hmm. it's great. Like I, I remember when he first came in the league with Rosehaven, and that's literally what he did. He could hit the ball, what seemed like a thousand feet. 
literally watched him do like with, with a, a fence post, or he could just go to right center for a base hit every time. And if he can do that, then yeah, you're definitely looking at a four or five in that gray area. Was it? Yeah, in- but you're right, Jero. He did. He killed it against us in the playoffs. It was honestly, they honestly, if him, Hudon had stayed hitting the way they did in game, like the first game and a half, we wouldn't have made it on to the finals. Right. Yeah, we beat them in game three, but Huey was was Huge. probably their, maybe him and Teddy and Hudon were probably their best hitters. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have a good Huey story from when we were kids, believe it or not. He, uh, so I only pitched twice in Little League All-Stars. I pitched twice. Once was against Merrimack, who Huey played for. He hit a ball off of me in the first inning. <clears throat> the union leader described it. They said, Craig, you hit a ball over the fence, over the wall behind the fence, over the fans sitting behind the wall behind the fence, over the cars behind. Like, they just kept going on and on. He must have hit a ball 330 feet against me. It was a hang curve ball, and he hammered it. And it was one of the – in Little League, it was the farthest ball I'd ever seen hit. It was unreal. That- Chad drafts him in the fourth. I hope he pimped the <laughs> shit out of it, too. Was it, was it in fall ball? Was it in fall ball when Huey was up there swinging lefty? And did did he hit a home yeah. run lefty? Or? Uh, might have been BP. I think it was a, not. He got up there in an at-bat in fall ball and hit lefty. And it was a big and hit. I think he, he used to always beg to hit lefty in yeah. games. Like, oh, I've seen him, him hit lefty in BP, and he can he can stroke it lefty. He is strong. Fuck him. Yeah, Plus, yeah, he pitches. Was, Plus, he pitches. He has... <laughs> Since we're doing so many anatomy judging tonight, his calves are fucking fabulous. His, his I was actually going to bring this up when we were talking about the the thighs. His calves can compete with anyone's thighs in the league. Uh, dude, his hundred yeah, percent. Those on. calves are spot fucking on. monstrous. They're amazing. They're what, Karima they're just got you, mad at you. <laughs> Karima, then, yeah, Karima is an honorable mention. Uh, but Jimmy. But, you were really has great Ray definition Hart. and smoothness. I remember Ray Hart bat twirl. Ray Hart with the bat twirl. He, yeah. him and Huey on the same team, they, they awkwardly would just compare their calves. And Ray, for someone much smaller than Huey, Ray was Ray was bringing a good calf game. All right, we should probably move move on to. Uh, All right, next to Rosehaven. Here <laughs> we go. Benny calls a keeper. Yeah, I th- I think that this team is. It, They're loaded. It, it it seems like every year they are they are in the perfect position for any any draft i don't know why anyone would have wow. traded for them but <laughs> traded made a made a crazy trade but who, who yeah so i What's got a rounder trade? for a fifth round <laughs> yeah. sixth so I've rounder got, i've got isn't they're in a club team no they're not intermural they do do they play a full d1 schedule they might have an intramural squad as well but these guys were division one outfielders oh they got my fucking boy on this team so I got my, I, I, my I, favorite I, Amish motherfucker, Zach Hansen, is oh my no, boy. He was, a, he was a Buckley guy. This was uh, this, this year. I, I know we played with him. He was the fucking. I love that. No, dude. no, no. no I'm this saying was this, this season he was part of one of the trades to Buckley. He was oh, a Buckley yeah. guy that year too. Yeah, I fucking love Hansen. So I mean, Me I, too. Love unfortunately, he comes with Chambers, but Hansen's way better than Chambers. Chambers can go fuck himself. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't got, support that. I don't support that. <laughs> we got we have Raymond. Uh Johnny Raymond is gonna be the owner of the team. He's gonna he's gonna be slotted. Where where do we see him slot being slotted? Him, him and him and Todd are always slotted in the same area. So I would say Todd's gotta be one less only because Johnny continues to pitch. 
and pitching in this league is, I think pitching this league's worth something. You mean, you mean one, one, one more? So yeah, sorry. So Johnny one round ahead of Todd because he is still a pitcher. Um, I think so he's like seven or eight, eight maybe. Um, and then there you have their five call more the Lions brothers and Cupa. And that's, I mean, that's just tough to Done. figure out which one yeah, you I, look. Don't I, I think Mike Justin said Derek too. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He was on that. Did kill kill yeah, it for that's them. Right. I don't think uh, going into 2021, you keep D Rob though. I, th- I think if it were me, I'm keeping Ben. I'm keeping Josh. I'm keeping Sean. And then it really comes down to Cupa or Connor. And I think, yeah. I think you I, keep I think Connor. I keep Connor. I think you keep Connor and Cupa, and just know Chad's going to trade you Sean for like a half smoked cigarette. <laughs> no, I'm Sean, not. Sean's, I'm not a, champ, Sean's a champion. Let's not forget that Sean's sure a, a reigning, reigning champion. Never a champion on Rosehaven, though. If we would have lost the championship this year, that would have been four in a row for him in the championship. Four losses in a row. So I'm glad I got oh, my good boy. Good thing we didn't make that happen. 20, there, 20, I'm glad I got my boy a championship. So yeah, we got Holtz coming up. Um, yeah, Mitch is the owner of this team. Now is yes. that that that's changed from Colby to Mitch, right? Correct. Do so, Brennan. As of this point, Brennan's out. I hope he's back. Oh, I think I we all do. Yeah, he's, um, he's definitely kept. So I think I think definitely. yeah I think he realistically, Dom is not not back, right? Bluesy. Nope. Nope. Yeah. So I think I think realistically, it's it's Mitch and Holty, and if Holty's not back, I think it's just Mitch. And yeah, Mitch I think that's the, right. I think Mitch gets the first pick in the uh, in the new player, uh, the returning player draft. Wow, sounds like a great year for a new coach to enter. Yeah, it sounds like J. Row and Mitch are going to be going back and forth. Fuck for, for a little bit. Yeah, while the rest of us catch up. Sure. Yeah, well, I know Colby's keeping one. So me and Mitch, and then Colby, and here we go. Does Colby well, and- know, does Colby know uh, Lafontaine though? I don't know. It'll all depend if Chad even showed up to the games. They did he? I know V all? wanted to keep. V he, would have kept Lafontaine. Yeah, V V and Lafontaine are, are buddies, but I know that Chad can pitch, um, yeah. and he does it well. He's got he's got some good stuff that moves. Uh, it's a hard knuckleball. He hits well. Okay. I would definitely. Uh, I, I if I'm the coach of that team, I'm definitely keeping him, um, based on the fact that he can pitch. Yeah, I mean that's huge. So the. Uh, the new player draft, Jim. Uh, there's there's a little bit of a shakeup here. You wanna you wanna touch on that a little? Yeah, we're gonna go. Um, so typically we go the same order for returning player and new player, um, but this year we've decided because I don't think we've touched on this part yet. But everybody that was new in the that was new to the Merrimack League last year is also going to be in the new player draft this year. Um, so we'll have people that haven't played in the league before uh plus the guys that were all new last year will all be in the new player draft so it should be a pretty big player pool because i think you mentioned what there was 40 players on the new player list last year um so assuming we get a a solid chunk of those guys back plus whoever we can recruit um there's gonna be a lot of players in that draft so this year what we've decided to do is we're gonna do a random draft order uh for the new player draft um jim we're actually we're looking at Right now, sixty-two from last year. There are there are numbers missing. Oh, there's there might be guys. Oh, sorry, sixty-one. 
Sorry, 38. 38 players. So I'm going to go back and <laughs> shut the fuck we up. Were 62. <laughs> yeah, where'd you get that? Um, I looked at the left side of an Excel spreadsheet, but there's a lot hidden. Multiplied that by two, took away 10. (laughs) (laughs) There's no three, five, six, seven, but. But yeah, we have some, we have still some decisions to make on the rest of the new player draft, but we know it's going to be random draft order um, to be determined if we're going to do a snake draft, which I will probably be a proponent of. And then, um, yeah, it should be, should be pretty interesting. I don't know when we're going to pull the random order, but uh, maybe at the next draft meeting or board meeting, whatever. When is that going to be the next board meeting? <laughs> so the next, the next board meeting uh, is the last Sunday of 28th, the month, right? Yeah. Yep. 28th. That would be, uh, that'd be awesome to, to get, you know, the random draft order a little bit earlier than like the week or two before. That would be cool. Uh, just yeah, to, well, just for speculation purposes and to get all the coaches ready. I think realistically, I mean, you, you can, you were about to say something, so go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say, I think um, we don't want to do it on draft day. Like we'll hopefully we'll do it at the next meeting, but um, I think it, it's, it's, it's going to be pretty cool that this is the first time that everybody can get anyone in the new player draft in terms of without the, the order being set. Um everybody's going to be fair game. Everyone's going to have the same chance. So I think it'll be good. Yeah. So I think uh, when I, when I saw that, I was a little like, I was a little taken aback at first because I was like, you're you're keeping some rules as they were, and then you're changing some of the rules. But I I think that this kind of takes the, the 2019 season and the 2020 season and almost kind of blends it together where anyone can get that first pick, I think it's uh it, it's going to be interesting for the league and it, it it's going to be good for sure because there were, there were a lot of really good players that came into the league last year and it made made it different and it's going to be interesting to see how they um how they mesh in with the the players who didn't play who were a part of the 2019 season. Yeah, and I'm 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 looking at that new player list and I think it it's got to be missing at least one, if not a couple of people, like I'm not seeing Grassini's name on it. So is he just not back or he wouldn't made the list for some reason? I think he'll be back. Okay. Sure. Cause like, he's not on there. That's, I mean, yeah, he, he might've been, cause a, I think he might've shown up at the tryout actually. Okay. He right in I mean, he got, he got, he very much picked up softball quickly. He's a way guy, right? He was, he was one of the uh, rosters for the, the all-star game. Grassini yeah, sure is a way guy. Stud. Absolutely. Oh, he's, stud. he's a way guy. He He's is a way guy, and didn't take him psyched. long. I'm excited to get that little kid on our team. I mean, there's nothing little about him. The guy is a fast motherfucker. I think he's going to be a stud. I mean, no, he's going to be dog shit. He's horrible in league, and if I have a team, nobody should draft him. <laughs> D, who do you, who, D, who do you want to get that? Uh, some of those top picks there in the. Yeah, Dustin, who are you some, trying to, some inter- to go to? More interest, more interest to you than anyone else here. Uh, Luke goes first. Yeah, is Luke back? That's a big, good, good question. Where's Mitch? Mitch, is Luke yeah, back? Yeah, depends who you ask. If you ask Mitch, then yeah, he's back yeah. full time. If you uh, ask Luke, no. Honestly, I I would love to play for any of these teams. I, I That's one of the reasons why I like this nice. league. And um, yeah, it, it, it might seem like a, I'm just, you know, playing to the crowd, just whatever. But yeah, that, that's one of the reasons why I, a couple of years ago, I did not want to be kept by, by Bardis. Um, yeah. And I, I just wanted to, to 
play on different teams. I really liked the draft last year where everybody went back into the draft. It gives anyone a, a, a choice to pick, you know, depending on where your, your draft slot was. Yeah. I think, yeah. I, I think you did a, a good job of describing it in terms of like a kind of a hybrid between 2019 and 2020. I think, um, I think we did a pretty good job of trying to stay as consistent as possible from what was voted on. Yeah. But, um, we did a good job. Yeah. So I played in the league two years and, and after, after playing on Bardis for a couple of years with Hartson, which was a lot of fun. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind if I got the chance to play on each, each one of these teams at least once. Just have all the jerseys like pogs. Yeah. Who does it first, you or Hayes? Hayes is well Hayes on his way. way. Way ahead of me. Way no, ahead. I was on, you have to remember, I've been on Rosehaven for 10 years first. So I have ASC, but that's Boomers. I've been on four teams in the last three years. But ASC and Boomers are pretty much the same. It's Jay's team. Is it? Is it though? So Rosehaven, Karima, and Chad. And that's it. I mean, that's, I've been in the league for what feels like 20 years. Wow. Yeah. I thought you had more. I thought you had more under the belt, more notches. No, I, I used to pay Johnny to keep me on one team. So I wouldn't have to worry about finding the right uniform. Dustin, uh, the ninth team would not like to have you ever. We would never draft you if you were available. And I had the first pick. That's all right. That's fine. Jim, am I doing it right? Not for that. No. Oh, fuck. I'm in the new player. I mean, that's a, that's a random pull. Like, <laughs> yeah, not random pull. If you can feel the, the inscription on the paper, right? I don't think yeah. you're going to convince anyone that they shouldn't draft Dustin. So speaking of new player drafts, is there, is there a, a story, Jim, that you might want to speak to tell um, maybe of a player that might've been a great, great player. No one knew him in Merrimack. I uh, might've showed up to a, a the tryout um, kind of pulled, pulled some stuff and you guys got him a, a little bit later than maybe, maybe you should have. So oh, Buckley wouldn't do anything like that. Maybe I don't when, want maybe it. when Delude was was at the helm. Yeah, I was gonna say don't don't throw the we on this. <laughs> you were there. You, you were there too. I was not there. This was so this was the year we won the championship, but it was my second year Shocking. in the league. So I was still in college at this point. My first year in the league, I was a junior in college. Second year was when I was graduating. So I wasn't there for any of the draft stuff. So I was this was it was Antal and Delude were in charge. Um but yeah, Gookin. That was the the infamous Scott Gookin year where he showed up. I think it was, again, I wasn't at the tryouts, but I believe it was in jeans and work boots. Um, the original was, jeans, if you will. I, I can confirm. Yeah. Untied was, work boots. He was tanking pretty hard. And uh, that was back when it was six keepers. So we already had a pretty solid core of six. And then we added Poisson and Gukin in the draft that year. And then uh, we rolled from there. The rest was history. And my boy, Jake Veluzzi, was on our squad too. Dude, that's, I, that's I actually, awesome. I actually forgot because uh, Antal is actually not on that 2019 list because he was a part of what did he come in supplemental the that year on the supplemental? That was, that was the supplemental uh, fiasco. So he, he cannot be kept, correct? He's he's. I don't think he's put, playing. From what I've heard, I don't think he's playing anyway. Uh, but if he is, he really? will be in the returning player draft. Interesting, because he did play last year. Speaking of Kukin, going back to that. Hewitt's story. Gukin was the ace of our staff for my little league team. Kid was a stud in little league. 
How's that for full circle right there? It's insane how that just came full circle. It's in, unreal. Kukit, and then he should have pitched. So he won the States. He should have pitched in the regionals. He was like Jordan, had 102 temperature, couldn't just try to fight it out, but just struggled against uh, a good Massachusetts team that the dude threw a four-inning perfect game against us. He, he was a, a tough stud, start there in the regionals. Just, just missed that way. Stud yeah. softball player. He was the reason so, we won the he, championship that year. He's crafty. He's very crafty out there. I will take that Buckley team that year against a lot of championship teams. Get out of absolutely. Town. 2018 absolutely. Holtz would have crushed you guys. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, the if you guys can hit that. I don't know if you guys can hit it in Poisson.